The bus to Atlantic City smelled like feet. Its upholstery dusty, faded into uniform shades of beige and brown. And its seats were at capacity. Rows of heads protruding from ski jackets, topped with baggy knit hats and primary colors. Leon and I sat in the back, half the age of the other riders, eating pork buns from a bag emblazoned with a yellow happy face. The bus emerged from a tunnel onto a garble of highways. The high-rises flattened and spread into parking lots and concrete dividers, dim and gray in the winter light. Only the signs were bright green. The names of New Jersey towns I read aloud to myself. Hackensack. Pa-Ramus. Old people snored against the windows, some coughing and hacking and rattling as if they were running low on batteries. My sneakers produced kissing noises as they moved against the floor. I took the last pork bun, sinking my teeth into the sweet, spongy dough. Atlantic City was a gift from Quan, who'd bled so much money at the casinos they gave him vouchers for free hotel rooms, dinners, drinks. Dee Dee had accompanied him in the past, but this time gave a voucher to me and Leon, though we weren't gamblers. You need the time away more than I do, she said. It's a pre-wedding gift. Besides, Guan had quit gambling. Now he was attending weekly meetings for people who gambled too much. So Leon and I checked into Caesars for free, a carpet-padded casino of ringing noises and lights. We bought a bottle of Hennessy and drank too much, which gave me a headache. Yet the freshness of being out of the city... Even in this too-bright room that felt like the oxygen had been sucked out and run through a machine and pumped back in, made me reach for more Hennessy. Two shots, slammed fast, and the heaviness receded. Four shots and Leon was reshaped into the man he had been when I first met him. A prize I had wanted to win, whose attention was sudden, precarious. Instead of this man whose aging sometimes took me by surprise, like when he was putting money on his card at the subway station and I noticed how his body was stiffer, his neck thinner, the skin around his throat loosening. There were days his arms hurt so much he couldn't work. And I was different too. Though I lived in the same body that had once slept with Haifeng, been packed into a box, delivered a baby, craved Leon so much his hands shook. A body changed in increments. And while this shifting seemed slow, it was unstoppable. The flesh got weightier, the skin coarser. Hairs in places they hadn't been before. But it was the same body, even if there was no visible sign of its past. Like muscle memory, a body could recall things on a hidden cellular level. What happened to the moving company? I asked Leon. And he said Santiago had changed his mind. He's going into landscaping now. He says there will be a job for me there. So I'm going to work in landscaping. Leon's optimism was ridiculous. Even harmful. But does he have a plan? I doubted he would ever work for Santiago. Is he taking out a loan? Does he have a business partner? Oh, Santiago is Santiago. 
He'll figure it out. I was irritated at Santiago. At Leon. Even at Rocky. Nearly six months had passed since I had gone to her house. But when I asked how the visit to the space for rent in Riverdale had gone, she chirped, We'll see. I was still a nail tech. Still working for the same lousy tips. At the lower limit blackjack table, tugging choppy pieces of hair around my ears, I tried to remember the rules. Twenty-one was bust. Dealer stood on seventeen. Coming straight from work, I hadn't had a chance to wire my pay to the loan shark. And my payday cash was inside the pocket of my denim jacket. 